Welcome to episode two of Legal Skies, the podcast brought to you by the Law Society of Saskatchewan. The Legal Skies podcast is devoted to the news, events, and topics you need to stay informed in the rapidly changing world in which legal services are delivered. I'm your host, Tim Brown. In June of this year, the Law Society's CPD department partnered with CBA Saskatchewan to host a resilience training workshop. In this episode, our CPD program coordinator, Jacaden Frizzell, had the opportunity to sit down with the presenters who are the principals of a company called Start Knowing Yourself, Sky3. We hope that you enjoy his discussion with Stan and Nikki Johnson. Welcome to today's show, everyone. My name is Jacaden Frizzell. I'm the CBD program coordinator with the Law Society. And we're here today with uh, two master resilience trainers, a husband and wife team with the company Sky3 out of Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I'm pleased to welcome both Stan and Nikki Johnson. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us here. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you recently did two CBD seminars for us, and uh, I'd, I'd like to thank you for that. But before we get a little bit more into the meat of why we're here, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do? Yes. Yeah, so, um, again, Nikki Johnson, and I work out of Fort Jackson part-time and then also with Sky3. And so we teach resilience training, uh, soldiers, DA civilians, um, family members. We've also worked with educators and other people in our community teaching them resilience skills and just paying for skills that they can use with their students, et cetera. Okay. Yeah, I'm Stan Johnson. I'm working with um, Sky3. I'm also a master resilience trainer. The company is based on the acronym Start Knowing Your Three, Strength, Potential, and Motivation. And we figure if you know those things about yourself, you can overcome adversities, challenges, and any obstacle. Uh, the resilience training that we provide is the foundation from the Penn Resilience Program when the Army teamed up with the University of Pennsylvania. And it's based on also the foundation of positive psychology, understanding what's right with you. There is a, there is a stigma around mental health in our profession right now. And, and I, I understand that the Army has faced some similar challenges along these lines. Uh, can you speak to maybe what the Army has done to address these? Yes, there was a huge stigma and it's still the same in the military. But some of the things that we had to overcome is the stigma of seeking help is a sign of weakness and also getting help. Your career is over. Those old habits of thinking around resilience and well-being was just not true. So talking about the myths around resilience and understanding the facts that supports resilience is really understanding mental toughness. Seeking help is, is a strong sign of being resilient. And actually, by not seeking help, your career may be um, in jeopardy. So when you get help, just showing that there's a culture that's here to support you. And we want our leadership and all our soldiers to understand, you know, that's the foundation we want to stand on. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit, there's still a, a struggle somewhat, I think, with dealing with that stigma. But the great thing about it, the different resources that are available. So some are well known and advertised or many are they're advertised. But the fact that a soldier, a family member can go to different agencies where there is total confidentiality that has um, really helped with people who know they need the help and the resources. But they don't want other people to know. They don't want, they still have the belief that it's going to affect my career in some way if I go to B 
behavioral health, which has the biggest stigma, but even financial planning, parenting, um, interpersonal issues with their spouses and significant others, there are so many resources um, now available. Yes. The military has done a great job, too, with putting resources down in the lowest level. So when soldiers need help, they can go to those resources and no one knows. That gives the soldiers confidence that, you know, when they seek help, they're okay, and the organization is there to support them as well. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, After spending two full days with with a bunch of lawyers um, and and noticing that there are some similarities, can you maybe speak to what those similarities are between working in the Army and, and working as a lawyer? I think probably some of the the biggest similarities is just the high stress, uh, fast pace, our high op tempo. What we a term we use in the military where everything is is moving very fast, um, and I think the stressors and the 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 lack of um, sometimes communication with other people that can help you. Sometimes um, I think. Especially at the senior leader level, you you really think a lot of people think I got to have it all together. I have to be able to handle everything. And they take on so much. And I think that that is uh, a lot of the commonalities that we heard over the last couple of days. Yeah. And speaking to some of the lawyers in our workshops here, um, hearing from them and talking about um, it's tough to be vulnerable. It's tough to open up, especially when you have employees so they're wanting to change that breakthrough within their law firm. So understanding that just being vulnerable, just at a minimal is a fresh start. So um, the similarities we've seen is vulnerability, um, the high tempo, decision making and the stress and burnout, you know, that we see the common ground that soldiers and lawyers have. Mm-hmm. Another common theme I noticed just watching was even uh, the difference between being resilient in their personal life versus their professional life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was that was huge. Um, in in our sessions, you used um, or you or you asked our participants to to use something called the VIA Character Strengths Survey. Um, can you maybe explain what that survey is, what it accomplishes, and and why it's a positive tool for for people to use? Yeah, so the VIA survey, um, it comes from the Authentic Happiness website, and it's based on the work by Dr. Chris Peterson and Martin Seligman. Um, and so it really uh, allows people to take the VIA survey, 240 questions, probably takes you about maybe half an hour. The questions are behavioral type questions, but in the very end, 24 character strengths are put in order for you on how you answer the questions during the survey. And we only use this survey as a tool to open discussions about what's right with you and how that pertains to resilience. Um, Sometimes people are always looking externally for other things to help them to be resilient when they really can just tap within and look at their own character strengths that they bring to the table, sometimes relying on what's right with them can help them get through that challenge or adversity that they're Mm -hmm. dealing with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also understanding allows you to see what character strength you're not bringing to your work, your professional and personal life. So being able to tap and have that sense of self-awareness allows you to actually maximize the potential that you have, not with only yourself, but also the people that you lead. Mm -hmm. And I also think it was also very um, eye-opening for a lot of the participants we saw uh, that were looking at their results and 
uh, sharing the fact that they shared it with their spouses, their children, and they were saying, you know, mom or dad, this is you, you know, these are your character strengths. And it was validation for a lot of people, but then it was also um, a discussion that opened up with their family members on character strengths that they don't always bring um, home and having them think about, do you always bring those character strengths to work as well? Mm -hmm. And so um, just a great self-reflection tool and getting people to recognize that there are some parts of you that are who you are that you can use as leverage to be successful. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that I really appreciated was that when when you found a weakness in, in life, you, if you know what your character strengths are, mm -hmm. you can choose your, your signature character strengths to to kind of help you through that problem. I, th yeah. I thought that was very powerful. So. Wow. Good. Yeah. Um, there was a slide in your presentation uh, that that uh, contrast. I think you had asked some of your participants previously uh, what they thought um, struggling with mental health or, or or sorry or asking for help. Mm -hmm. um, what what that would kind of frame them as, uh, and then you you followed that up with a slide that uh, that showed what um, what asking for mental health or what help with their mental health or or, or working on their resilience actually accomplished. Mm -hmm. Do you know the slide that I'm... I think you're talking about the one that it leads to better coping skills, yes. communication, problem solving. It decreases anxiety, um, mm -hmm. depression um, by having skills that you can readily use when you need to use them. Mm -hmm. And so that was um, something we wanted to talk about at the beginning of the, the session to try to debunk the mindset about, yeah, you know, if I yeah, challenge the, the stigma that if I have any type of conversations or thoughts about seeking help or addressing mental health, that it's a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. And no, it's simply going to allow you, in essence, to be more resilient um, by having skills that you can use when you need to use them. Exactly. Yeah. So to wrap up, uh, can you speak to what steps people can take to prepare themselves to be resilient in both their professional and their personal lives moving forward? Yes, I would definitely say uh, there are many resources that are out there. Uh, Sky3 happens to be the best. Uh, so, <laughs> But we, we are, are willing to, because we only covered three of the skills, of the 13 skills that we cover while we were here, but we have cognitive skills. We have skills that deal with effective communication. Um, and so identifying, maybe thinking about what your organization, your company needs, we can cater our training to fit the needs of the organization. And again, Sky3. Um, resilience is our, our company, and so. And you can reach us at Sky Three, S K Y number three H R E E at gmail dot com. Yeah, just understand that resilience is a process. It's nothing that you're just going to learn something in one day and walk out the door. You got a big R on your chest. You're, you're Mr. <laughs> or Mrs. Resilient. It's a process. Some days you're going to get dirty. Some days you're going to. Um, have to struggle, but understanding to push through. Learning skills, simple skills such as breathing that um, Marilyn was able to show us, you know, it doesn't take more time. Um, finding what's good, gratitude, little things, understanding that resilience is not about that you either have it or you don't. It's using ordinary coping skills, humor, uh, flexibility, being able to be adaptable, optimism, a way of thinking. Um, it's just those little things will help you um, become more resilient. 
Well, thank you so much for, for joining us uh, up in Canada. I understand this is your first time being yes. here, and I'm glad, you, a, I'm, awesome <laughs> I'm glad you came in June and not in February. But um, yes. really appreciate the time that you've taken today with us, and uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great it's job. Great. Thank you. Yeah.